choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? It's Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. I am back. This is Thanks for Asking Kells Podcast. Sorry for the delay. But as I explained to y'all, I have this new job now. Yo, this schedule is kind of whooping my ass. So this past week, like, um, Thursday just, ro- I'm sorry, Wednesday just rolled around really quickly. And I just didn't have, I just basically didn't have time. Because, like, we're back in the office now. So in the office Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So, you know, that commute spout. Although, I, yo, let me, so this one, this episode going to be a little bit rambling. Not really, but a little bit. But, like, so I, I never had to take I, I, I the four five six train, just like the line that runs down Lexington on the east side of Manhattan. I hate it. Like anytime I have to, I try to find a way not to have to take that line. I just I cannot stand it. But um, it's just it's I could so I work in um NoHo. They call it NoHo. It's just like north of um Houston, but it's whatever. I actually work like two blocks up from Keith. If you know where Keith is down there, um, I, I work in that area. So um and it's just no, like, I could technically take the 2-3 and switch over 42nd Street, but it's just a bunch of, it'd be stupid, it's a bunch of foolishness, the, um, but what I play myself at is, because I don't take the 4-5-6 that often, so I'm just not familiar with that line at all, and I, so like, for the first week that I went back, I was taking the 6, I was, I was taking the 4-5 to 125th, taking the 6 all the way down, that shit was taking forever, reason it takes forever is because the 6 is fucking local, I didn't realize that, so, now that I realize that, I get to work much, like, in half the time, well, it was taking me, like, 45 minutes on the 6, now I get there in, like, half an hour, because the 4 or 5 is the express, so, I take the 4 or 5 to 14th Street, and then just go two stops on the 6, thank God I figured that out, I don't even know how I figured it out, I just, no, I do, because the train, the 6 had pulled into... I don't know, somewhere, and everybody was running, and I was like, oh, that must be the Express, then I was like, oh, shit, it's Express, anyway, I, that was a long babble, but, like, the 456, I hate to take it, but it's, it's no other way to, um, so I'm just gonna have to deal with it, but anyway, the point of all of that is, the, the commute, you know, that puts two hours on my day, you know, to go and come back, so, the, the, the week moves really quickly, so, um, and I, and I, you know, I get off later, so I don't even leave there till six, so, um, I'm gonna have to, my schedule is in disarray right now, I haven't been hitting the Peloton like I'm supposed to, like I hit it yesterday I'm gonna try to hit it today, but like you know, being back in the office though, when you when I was working from home, Monday Tuesday, Wednesday, I hit the Peloton maybe another Thursday, Friday, like I had it all down, so now I gotta figure it out um, I did join Crunch Gym though, which is on the corner from where I work, so that'll help a little bit, cause I think what I'm gonna do is now, now I don't have to worry about cardio in the gym I'm gonna just go there for weights, so I think I'm gonna do it, um, I, I don't know, see, I gotta figure that out too, cause we only do Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in the office, so normally, I would do weights Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so I gotta figure that out, because Friday, the only crunch that's nearest to here is on 81st Street, and I don't see me leaving this house on a Friday to go all the way down to 81st Street, so anyway, I'll figure it out, something, maybe I'll just do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then 
figure the rest out, I don't know, but anyway, that was way too much information, but anyway, sorry I'm late, I'm back for y'all, I'm glad y'all enjoyed the episode with me and Lou, um, from Hellers Around the Corner podcast, we're gonna do it again, um, I knew that y'all would, um, like him, um, he got new followers from my side, I got new followers from his side welcome, I appreciate y'all um, I know, like like we said like we both said when we both started our podcast cause we was like, yo, no offense, but we know it's other voices, other points of view out here, so I'm glad to see that um, yeah, we and so, you know, shout out, I had a good time, he's one of my favorite podcasts, um, Hell is Around the Corner you can listen to this nigga, this, this week this, this episode, this week Bro, this boy was talking about <laughs> stealing gas. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that shit had me cracking up. Anyway, um, all right, so yeah, I'll say all that. So let's get started. Um, so it's one, you know what? It was one topic I was gonna do, but I'm not gonna do because me and me and Lou trying to we we're gonna do a part two, so we're trying to save all the um I'm gonna I'm gonna save that. Um, so where do I wanna start? Um so what's that say? Um oh, oh. Alright, let's start with, uh, I really don't want, okay, let's start here. So, I want to talk about, I have listened to everybody's version, take on the Ryan Coogler bank robbery. I've listened to it, and I'm kind of glad, actually, that I delayed a little bit, because I've listened to all the angles and all the opinions. And so now I've been, I mean, I had my opinion from the beginning, but now I've been able to better form it, because I'm an introvert, and introverts, we like to think about what the fuck we want to say, so it might take a minute for us to, we don't reply right away, but we'll get back to you with a really good answer. And so this is, so here's here's what I want to say. I used to work at the bank a long, long time ago as a teller, like way back, I think, was this before I went to college? It might have even been was this a college summer job, it was, I don't remember exactly what it was, because it was very brief, like, maybe less than a year, I can't remember if it was a college summer job, or a job before, it wasn't a job before college, it might have been a summer job, or like, something like that, but I worked, um, as a bank teller, very briefly, it was, whatever Wachovia Bank was before, it was a Wachovia, and then Wachovia got bought by, I believe, was it Wells Fargo? I can't remember, Wachovia, but Wachovia bought this bank, and then some other bank bought Wachovia, but before it was Wachovia, it was, and I want, I want to say, this is in Philly, that it was a green bank, it wasn't Mellon, Philly, we used to have this other bank that was like green, it was green and white, whatever, but that bank, up in Jenkintown, it was like, right, some of y'all may even know what I'm talking about, it was like right on, the, right in Jenkintown, like if you was going out to Willow Grove Mall, it was like right on the way, right in Jenkintown, I worked at that branch, as a teller, very briefly, and, and so, but, more importantly than that, I have also, as y'all know, for the past too many years, was working in financial crimes, so I know all the ways that people scam, all the ways that people steal money from banks, all, any kind of financial crime that is committed, plus I used to be a teller, so I had that training too, now it was a long time ago, I'm not acting, it was a long time ago, I'm not acting like, but I I don't believe that things have changed that much, and so this is what I'm gonna say, I'm ignoring all you motherfuckers acting like that, you know, these people should get fired, and and, and they reacting ridiculously, because I think y'all just sound the fool, and I'm gonna get on y'all in a little bit when I talk about Jesse, but um, I've heard everybody's viewpoint, I've heard everybody's opinion, I've heard people say that, you know, we all, we just don't think the police should have been called, now, I'm not saying that the police should have been called, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that, in my opinion, 
them calling the police on that situation was not outrageous, and I'm gonna tell you why, because first of all, people seem to be confused with the difference, but not seem to be, I know for a fact, from the work that I've done, and just even being a lawyer, people are confused between fraud and theft, people confuse that shit all the time, and money laundering, those are three different crimes, okay, theft is just, you stole it, you went in somebody's house, you stole it, you stole their TV, you went in somebody's purse, you stole their cash, um, that's theft, money laundering is, you are a drug dealer, okay, all, you're, or you're, you're, I don't know, you sell women, whatever, whatever, you do, you do crime, let's stick with drug dealing, cause that's easy, so your money is not made legitimately, okay, so you don't pay taxes, it all stems from, y'all remember Al Capone, Al Capone used to be the biggest gangster in the world, that they tried, the FBI could not get him on any crimes, they had to pass recall and all these organized crime things, what Al, what, what they finally got Al Capone on was taxes, because Al Capone had all this income coming in, it wasn't paying taxes, and so from that came money laundering, because to keep the government off your back, if you're a drug dealer, whatever, you don't have this case, you're not gonna pay taxes on it, cause then you don't want to, you don't want to alert the government to you doing illegal business, so what you gotta do is you gotta launder your money, which just means, people get so confused, they confuse it with theft, they confuse it with withdrawal, all it means, if you need to make your illegitimate money, that you make selling cocaine, that you make selling marijuana, that you make whatever, I don't know, hook, whatever you fucking do, you need to make it look like it comes from a legitimate source, so that the FBI will not come for you like they came for um, Al Capone. That's all it is. So that's why you see they buy they buy use the cash businesses. They'll buy laundry dumb old school. They'll buy laundromats. They'll buy clothing boutiques. They'll buy sneaker stores. They'll fund record labels because those are businesses where you can throw put your drug money into and, you know, hire people and make up fake invoices and tell the government this is where your money's coming from, not that that's what money laundering is, okay that's what they tried to take um, um, Irv and them's label down on the FBI, but they they couldn't because it was, like, they was a legitimate label, like, nigga, I got money from Universal and all this shit, what are you talking about, but that's what they were trying to show, that's money laundering fraud is different, fraud is when you are, you are getting access or taking money that um, how do, how, damn, there's a legal explanation to just, the, the bar, the bar exam explanation that just went out my hand you, you have a legal, the money is, is with you legally or with you in a trust you have legal um, authority over the money it may not be your money but you have legal authority over it, so you are actually converting money that you had. You didn't. You, that, you didn't snatch it out somebody's purse. You know, you're the manager of the bank. You're you're um somebody's lawyer watching over there, or somebody's um not lawyer. Uh, what do you call it? Investment uh, professional watching over their 401k. Like you have legal access to this person's money, but you don't have the right to it. Fraud. That's that's like embezzlement, and that's like um but that's different than theft, because in theft, you don't have a title to it at all, you just took it out, you don't have no right to it, you don't have, you went in somebody's purse, you took it out, embezzlement is, you have a right to it, you're an attorney, attorneys get hit for this all the time, they also get hit for money laundering, you know, you have your client's funds, that are supposed to go towards a defense, but you take it, that's embezzlement, you had a right to it, fraud is when you get, it's, it's similar to embezzlement, except you get access to the money through trick, 
or fraud. Like you're, you're, you're forging documents, you're forging IDs, you're, you're um, um, what, what else? You're making up fake accounts and doing fake, that's fraud. Although if you start using wires, it's embezzlement, but you understand what I'm saying? That's fraud. And I said all that to say, because a lot of you were talking about the Ryan Coogler thing. It shouldn't have been an issue because he showed his ID and he put his pen in. That doesn't mean anything. Once you're taught, once this teller is thinking that this might be a robbery. Now I heard the 911 tape, people like, oh, I don't think she thought it was a robbery. She, she didn't know what it was. She didn't know what it was. She knew he was in the bank acting weird. So in her mind, could have been a robbery, could have not been a robbery. She said, you know, he wasn't armed, but that doesn't mean that it was not a robbery. She just, it was a red flag and, and she raised it. And I don't think she was wrong for it. Second thing, people kept saying he put the pen card in. Listen, First of all, with all this fraud that's been, I don't know where y'all been, apparently y'all love scammers, but now all of a sudden y'all don't know people scam. Now all of a sudden, y'all don't know, you can put on, everybody is going into the mask and in, 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 in banks and these COVID masks and these sunglasses. What is COVID? Everybody, I know that it's COVID. We've all been in the same fucking COVID for the same amount of times. However, I've been in the bank a couple times, and it's number one, everybody knows when you go in the bank, you should take your sunglasses off. Now, have I taken them off every time? No. But most people do, especially if you're black, or when you get to the window, they'll ask you to take them off, because a lot of what goes into assessing, not just in bank stuff, but in any stuff, is fucking normal interaction, normal human behavior, normal body clues, the same thing they use in the airport, the same thing they use in the banks, the same way, and, and you motherfuckers acting like you don't know that, is what is pissing me off, because it's, it's, it's just, you, you sound ridiculous, okay, you motherfuckers are weird. You motherfuckers are were not taught that you need. And the world is not going to adjust to you. You need to fucking act normal and observe the normal social shit that everybody else does. You motherfuckers wasn't taught that, and that's why every time a situation like this come up, you start sounding crazy, as if these people in the bank were acting, did something crazy, but this fucking weirdo was in the bank acting weird. Okay, in a bank. I mean the police maybe shouldn't have been called, but it really could have been worse, and if that was a check cashing place, he went in there trying that shit, he probably would have got shot, because they don't play at all, so, I don't think, so, he goes to the window, him taking out his ID, first of all, the man had on a mask and sunglasses, was not recognizable, so all you people insisting that the ID should have just, should have just, uh, solved it, perhaps if he had a little common sense, put his ID on the counter, took his mask down took it hey, you know, here so that she could identify him, d- then it probably wouldn't have been an issue, but he didn't do that he's writing a fucking note of give me $12,000 cash in the part of the deposit slip that says don't write in, and I want to be discreet now everybody acting like they don't understand so maybe y'all don't, maybe y'all don't know y'all watch too many movies Bank robberies do not occur very much often, like they do in the movies when people go into the banks, the town, go into the banks with guns and all. That's not very often that that happens. The last one that that's really happened was that big shootout they had in LA. That's very rare. Most bank robberies, if you know, happen just like that. Somebody will go in with some sunglasses. Matter of fact, it's a dude on Love After Lockup this season. They got eight years for doing this exact thing. They'll go into a bank. They'll slide a note across to the teller. Tellers are trained to give them the money. Because that shit is FDI insured. Ain't nobody, st- like I said, they not steal a whole bunch of millions of dollars. They usually tell me, give you what's in the drawer, give you whatever. That's it. Tell them, let them out the door. There's cameras all over the bank. They're probably going to be caught. 
they got fingerprints and all that shit, that's what they're told, so bank robberies happen like that all the time, so for people to be acting like she shouldn't have known that that was a bank robbery, I just think y'all sound ridiculous, if she thought or suspected it was a bank robbery, then that changes the protocol, so talking about ID, that we, okay, now we're not dealing with trying to identify a customer anymore, we're not dealing with fraud, we're not dealing with maybe this is a fake ID, or maybe somebody, you know, it could have been a million things, maybe somebody in the car got his grandma with a gun to her head, making him get to, to sit you, if he would have went into the bank like a normal human being, or even called the head, none of this would have happened, so stop acting like these people were being unreasonable, because they were not, you're in the bank acting like you've never been in a fucking bank before, what are you fucking doing? So, number one, the I, I already said, the ID, the PIN number don't matter, he could have had people fake IDs all the time, uh, maybe y'all don't live in the same world I do, where all these links and frauds, and they got your Instagram and all these hacks, they're getting your PIN numbers, they're getting your account numbers they're doing all kind of fraud shit now so just walking in the bank with an ID and the PIN, oh well she should have knew, that don't mean shit maybe if he didn't have a mask on and maybe if he'd have filled out the deposit regular maybe if he'd have called ahead, hey I'm Brian Kugler, whatever, uh, you know I'm filling this out, he's talking about he wanted to be discreet don't nobody know who you are like that bro like, I know your movies, I know um, Black Panther and all that, if I seen you in the street, I wouldn't reckon, I don't know who you are like that I, you know, I, I don't You, I, I, I know, rest in peace, if I saw Chad McBoseman, I would know who he was I would know who Michael B. Jordan was, I don't know that I would necessarily recognize you like that okay, um you're getting $12,000 cash most tellers are not gonna have that amount, they're just not, they don't keep that in their drawer, why? Because if a bank robber comes in, and all the tellers all the five tellers got $12,000 you getting a lot of money if you rob that bank, so they don't do that, when we were there I think we kept something like, uh, no more than ten, but I, and actually I think in the, you would, once you, I think it was five, once you got beyond five thousand they would come through like every hour, so I can't remember and take some money and put it back in the safe for that very purpose, and the safe was on a timer, for that very purpose okay, so, she, number one, he, he raised the red flag with that, number two, when she asked him what he wants to do, instead of taking his mask down and communicating, he's pointing to the note, you're acting like retarded, you're acting, you're acting stupid, son, you're a grown-ass man, you're in the bank, pull your mask down, tell a lady what you fucking wanted, and it wouldn't have been no problem, okay, she don't know if you're trying to rob the bank or what, why are you sliding a note, and everybody's talking about, well, in my bank, that's nice, okay, that's nice, every bank has regular customers that people make exceptions for, okay, but this was not one of situations, clearly, she didn't know who he was, that's not his regular bank I don't, he's from California, so I don't even think he had it, I don't know, but he might have had an out of state driver's license, so once again him showing the license doesn't mean a fucking thing it don't mean a fucking thing anyway, because I can't, you gotta fucking hold the skies on, I can't ID you, so like it, it, she, I don't think she was wrong at all then they said, well, the manager shouldn't call, listen, maybe he should, maybe he shouldn't, this is, I'm not saying the cops should have been called, all I'm saying is this, if the situation is, you know, the teller just, she's raising the red flag, she don't know what's going on, she don't think it's a bank robbery, but it could be for all she knows, and the manager decides that he wants to call, who knows, because maybe the manager, now, yeah, he could have came over, and he could have checked some procedures, sure, probably would have been the best thing to do, but I can't say that man was wrong, maybe he looked at his teller, maybe both of them decided, look, 
we don't know what this is, but I don't want to walk over there, if this man is robbing the bank, he could pull out a gun and kill everybody here, like, y'all, like, come on, man, I'm not saying it was reasonable, but maybe he assessed the situation in the moment, maybe that's what he assessed, maybe he's scary, maybe he didn't want to deal with it, maybe he looked around and saw one or two many black people in there, and here's the guy at the window acting weird, and his teller already, I, it's, I understand what y'all are saying, that more senior people should have stepped in, but maybe they didn't, because they also were a little nervous about the situation, and they would, and they just wanted to call the cops and figure if it was no big deal, then they would settle it, okay, so that's why I'm saying, I don't, I'm not even gonna say that the cops shouldn't have been called, because I can't say that, in this day and age, I cannot say that, I, you know, they might have just felt like, we don't know what's going on, I don't want to walk over here, tap this and hey sir, and this motherfucker pull out a gun and shoot everybody, we all seen set it off, you know, I don't know if that's the case, you know, and, you know, got, hey, good for the girl, I, I, clearly from the call, she's aware of how police react, so she was trying to flatten the situation as much as she can, I don't think he's armed, I don't, trying to prep the police to come, you know, but clearly, they needed assistance, so I don't think they were wrong for that, second of all, um, the other thing I wanted to say is, you know, people were like, oh, well, people don't rob the bank with credentials, yes, they fuck, they do, people, like, y'all act like y'all don't know criminals are dumb, people go to the exact bank, maybe a different branch, but not, sometimes not even, the exact branch of bank that they work out and rob the fucking bank all the fucking time, what are you talking about, especially, yes, they do, they do it all the time, and, and another thing, people, even if he had his ID, even he put his pen in, that motherfucker had on a, she, again, she can't identify him through the, through the, through the license, so she don't know if that's him, he has the pin number, okay, but again, she don't know if he got that through fraud, she don't got, you know, got that through scam, because again, he won't pull his mask down like a normal person and communicate, and here's something else, he could have been doing that for the express purpose of getting her to open that drawer, and then when she opens that drawer, like she said, he could have pulled out a gun and said, give me all of it, that's also bank robbery, so the same because somebody, that's not true, there are people who go to the bank, they have $500 in the bank, they'll fucking write on the slip, $2,500, they'll let the fucking teller go through the whole rigmarole, pull the account up, teller be like, oh, sorry, sir, you only have $500, they'll be like, I want $2,500, and, and sometimes they'll use a weapon, sometimes they won't, but at that point, it's clearly, they're demanding money that they don't have, the teller is trained to give him the money, that's a bank robbery, so, shut the fuck up, everybody is an expert on on what the bank should have done all of a sudden, I'm just saying, there are certain places where you go, where people are hyper-focused, where where there are certain things that you just can't do, and you can't be in a bank like that acting weird, and it's not like he was asking for $500, $500, she might have been like, all right, here, if, you know, it's probably him, because who, you know what I mean, $12,000 is a lot of fucking money, that's a lot of cash, so, I disagree with people who saying that I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying it could not have been handled without calling the police, but I don't think that calling the police was necessarily unreasonable. Consi- all things considered, because nowadays people are really crazy, and y'all keep saying people wouldn't do this, people wouldn't do that. Like we ain't watching people do this whole PPP loan fraud. Like they ain't think the federal government was gonna catch them stealing money that's supposed to go for a business to go buy shit. Drea on the internet asking like y'all like it's like you haven't been living in the same world we have, where people have been doing stupid shit for years on end now, so, um, and for you motherfuckers, oh, you should be able to go in the bank like that, not go in the bank like that all the time, you're fucking lying, 
cut it out, no you can't, no you don't, grow the fuck up, you know that you cannot go in the bank with, with, uh, uh, um, disguise on like that, and get money out, you shouldn't, if you do, and they, excuse me, and they ask you to take your, your mask down, you should, okay, so cut it out, all y'all, y'all sound, like, it's anything anybody wants to do, you motherfuckers just find a way that it's supposed to be okay, and they just supposed to let this man walk in there, don't say a word, right, give me $12,000 and be discreet on a piece of paper, slide it across the desk to the, to the teller, not communicate, keep pointing to the fucking stick-up note, saying give me 12000 when she's trying to find what the fuck it is that you want, and what is it that you're trying to do, and he just pointed to the note like a fucking weirdo, and you gonna act like that's normal, and they should've just let him take his money and go, get shut the fuck up, y'all sound stupid as fuck, get out of here that lady did not do anything wrong I personally, myself, don't necessarily think the manager did anything wrong because, that could have been anything yes, I guess he could have went over there, he could have ran his ID all of that sounds perfectly reasonable in normal times when we're not in COVID, and people not going in with ski masks and sunglasses and masks over their face, and refusing to communicate, and I mean because sure, the manager could have did all that, but I'm sure the teller asked him that too, and he just point, like, in my opinion, he made that situation what it was, and it didn't have to be that, and it wasn't nobody's, um, in that bank's fault, and I'm not gonna ask a bank hourly employee to really try to assess what the fuck this weird ass nigga's doing, and maybe get everybody in the bank shot, because this grown ass man is just pointing at a note that he wrote on a piece of paper that's not even supposed to be written on, nigga, I would've gave you a break if you would at least filled out the, filled out the deposit slip, nigga, fill the deposit slip out, we all saw that video of that, of that girl who put her own money into the bank, and then when he told, when the teller told her that she wasn't gonna get whatever she thought she was, cause she had overbank, over, um, overdraft fees, jumped across the counter, snatched her own money at, a, at, at some scissors, and walked out the bank, that's a bank robbery, it don't matter that she, it was her money, she slid it across the table, and she jumped across there, and took about four, he could've did that for all, for all that lady knows, I just, I, I, I think that, I think that he was in that bank acting silly, and I and I don't think it's fair to say, you know, they should have did this or say they should have did that when all he had to do was take his fucking mask down and talk to the lady like he had some fucking sense. Okay? She didn't know what was going on. She trying to do her best. She probably was new, but you know, I don't know that and it I, I don't know that experience would have changed an experienced teller might have had the same reaction because it's like you're not communicating what is it that you're, that's, that's suspicious, I ask you, okay, sir, you know, what's your birthday, whatever he, whatever she asked him, he pointed at the note, $12,000, be discreet, and everybody acting like she just not supposed to think that that might, that might be a bank robbery, come on, man, I, you know, I, I just, people gotta, people really be irritating me, and, and really getting on my nerves, because it's so much energy put into defending nonsense, and bullshit, and stupid shit, now was, you know, was, was what he did, like, the worst thing in the world, no, but it was very stupid, and, and, and you're putting these people, who just trying to do their fucking jobs, in situations like this, where people trying to get them fired, and making them the bad guy, because you would just want to go on the bank, acting like a fucking Hollywood weirdo, like, cut it out, and honestly, at that level of money, you know what it gave me, and I could be making this up, but this is, this is what it initially gave me, 
you know a lot of niggas before they, you know, when they struggling and broke, niggas don't have bank accounts. And if they come up from poor, like their parents didn't have bank accounts. Maybe their parents went to the check cashing or grandmama. Like a lot of people don't have bank accounts. And it gave me that this nigga probably before he blew up and had all this money didn't really have bank accounts, and now, he don't, you know, he got a bank account now, because, you know, he has all this money, but, it just gave me somebody wasn't familiar with banks, because normally, a person with that kind of money, first of all, you should have a private banker, that, you know, only deals with you, because you have, I don't know how, I'm sure he made a lot of money off that black bank, or you, you know, let's say you got 10 million, which is, he probably has more, 10, 20 million in the bank, you get a private banker that only deals with you, because you're a value customer to that bank, and they don't want you to leave, so you call down, hey, man, I want to come and have 12,000, they'll have that shit ready for you when you get there, okay, and for somebody to be that rich, to not do that, I don't understand it, okay, even if you're in Atlanta, you call your guy in LA, hey Harry, look, I'm down in Atlanta, I need 12,000, blah blah blah, okay, I'm gonna call over to such and such, let him know you coming in, and they'll have your money, all this, oh, he wanted to be discreet, first of all, he's in a bank, I don't know if you ever been, it don't, the bank, they can hand you $100, they don't never be like, hey, nigga, rich nigga, here, got $100, hey, here go Ryan Cougar, just got $100 out, but they don't do that, they're discreet, even if they slide you $30, they ask you how you want it, you tell them, they put in an envelope, they slide it to you, they're discreet, they don't make a big deal of how much you're getting, so it, it would have been discreet anyway, even if she'd have gave him $12,000 cash, that's two stacks of tens, and, and, uh, um, sorry, <laughs> two stacks of tens, that's, um, one stack, one stack of ten, and, and a stack of twos, that's a, that's not even, that's not super, uh, uh, he could have put that in his pocket, technically, okay, them little ten thousand, twenties, the twenties stacked in the ten thousands, they, those stacks don't be that thick, and he could have slid that in his pocket, so cut it, oh, you don't want nobody to show you a mark, you niggas sound very broke, and like you never been in a fucking bank, and, and like my cousin said, nobody who has $12,000 cash to withdraw from a bank thought that what that nigga did was reasonable, cause all them kind of people go in the bank and they know how that shit works, okay, and, and the thing that's also killing me, if they wouldn't, like, y'all act like IDs can't be fake, if she would've gave the money, that money would've been out the door, whoever's money, let's say that wasn't him, cause he got on the mask, let's say he got, found his ID in the street, let's say he hacked his computer and made a fake ID, he would've never got that money back, I mean, you know, it would've been insured by the bank, but that $12,000 would've been out the door, then it would've been like, well, why she ain't do this, and why she ain't do that, how you going to, so that's why I'm like, man, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, I think that lady did what she's supposed to do, I think everybody in that, I don't think nobody in the bank acted unreasonable, y'all think she shouldn't have called the police, perhaps maybe, but I don't think it was unreasonable, nigga, you in here, you in the bank we trying to communicate, you acting the fuck weird we asked you three, four times what the fuck it is you trying to do, you won't take this goddamn mask down, you won't fucking talk to nobody you know what, I'm not getting shot or fired on the day I don't know what's going on, but call the police, just, you know, he's not armed, no, but he in here, we don't know what he's trying to do, can you please, cause I don't know, ain't nobody got time for that bullshit, um, the bank apologized, I'm not saying she didn't make a mistake, I'm just saying, I don't think it was unreasonable, the bank apologized, and hopefully nobody else grown will go, will, will do that, okay, in the future, period, all these people, I go to that exact bank, I know the exact procedure for checking ID, the, the procedure for checking that ID ain't the procedure for a bank robbery, when you think the bank is being robbed, it's not about ID, it's not about none of that, it's about, oh, this motherfucker is like, hopefully he don't have a gun, and hopefully he'll get the fuck out of here, hopefully he won't take no fucking hostages, it ain't about a fucking ID, shut the fuck up, when none of y'all black asses be able to go into the bank like that, and do that, and not raise red flags, I don't give a fuck what you say, they ask when they get, and another thing, another thing, 
Not everything is procedure. A good, and this, this is why I called you, I said earlier, niggas are weirdos, they don't get this part. A lot of just regular human interaction and figuring out what's normal and not normal goes by people reading body language and people reading the situation, okay? He's in, hey, he's in the window, he's acting weird. They could have went through all the procedures and still have called the police on him because he's acting strange, we don't know it's suspect, we keep trying to talk to him, he's not talking, it could have been a situation where maybe we, you know you're protecting him, maybe he's having, maybe something wrong with the nigga, he having an episode again, maybe somebody in the car got a gun to his grandmama head, making his do this we don't know, it's a weird situation, there are things that you are supposed to just you get just from being a normal person and interacting with the person, I'm looking at him in his eyes, he's looking down I don't know, he's shuffling, he's sweating a lot, that's what, that's what the um, people in the airport do, that's how they catch the drug the drug dealers, yeah, you showed, I mean the drug smugglers, yeah, you show them your passport, all that, you go through all the procedures, that doesn't mean <coughs> that, excuse me that doesn't mean that they can't pull you out the line for acting weird and that's how they catch people you know what, she switches, yeah she showed her passport, but you know, she acted twitchy, she keep looking around like, there's that part of it too and that's why I'm saying I don't think any of that shit was unreasonable because he was he was not acting like a normal person. He was not acting like a normal human being. That's all I'm saying. So, that's my take and I did not get my water. Um I mentioned I I, I was going to talk <laughs> I was going to talk about Drea and putting her scams on the internet. Drea baby. I love Drea, but she ooh it ain't nothing but, but wind blowing around in that skull, <laughs> like put the whole scam on the internet, talking about what happens if you got a PPP loan and then you transfer it to your company and then your company, just basically talking about frauding the government on the internet girl, <clears throat> but see stuff like that, y'all acting like people don't do dumb shit like that all the time um, poor thing I I, I hit her up, and I was like Dre, you got go ask your lawyers and accountants about this get, get off Twitter, cause the feds can see you on here girl, I know, you know you're asking about fraud, you might not be aware of it, but you're asking about how to commit a crime against the government on Twitter, please, please stop um what um, that's last, so Jesse Smollett I'm so tired of this nigga but um, what I'm at, what I'm even more tired of, so I got on you but the white people people last time, this time I'm gonna get on the homosexuals, cause I'm tired of y'all acting like this shit is homophobia, listen listen this motherfucker faked a gay bashing and a hate attack, okay? It is not homophobia. He he faked it for, for and not even for what? For Lee Daniels fucking production. So he could stay on the fucking show that was gonna write him off the show. No other reason. He took went through all of this and still going through all of this and y'all are talking about if he was if, if he was, um if he wasn't gay people. First of all, let me explain to you. And Dave Chappelle said this and he was correct the support, black people staying quiet about something, that's support, and when this shit happened, most black people, most of us knew that shit just just wasn't turning over from the beginning, I know some people believed them, I never did, the shit never made sense to me, but um, you know there's several podcasts you can listen on investigation and tell you that Chicago PD knew the very next day because they had found the surveillance and they were just releasing little bits of information, and the other thing that happened in the case, and I actually forgot about this, and so I was actually watching another doc on HBO Max called um, Black and Missing, and it's basically about, you know, black women who go missing and the police, you know, 
don't tend to care, and there was this one episode, there was a serial killer in Chicago, and um, killing these black women, and one of the families was on there, and they ended up, like, um, the one that killed their actual sister, they ended up identifying him through DNA or something like that, and after, like, many years, and the DA, the black lady DA, who was the same one in the Jussie case, declined to prosecute because something about some some case in another state came out and, and said something about on appeal. That, and so she wouldn't prosecute his case because of this case. Like, wouldn't even take it to trial. Well, this other case that has nothing to do with this right here, they, the same, they had this evidence and that got overturned on appeal. And the family, one of the lady's sisters was like, and I just, I want, she's turned to the producer and she was like, Kim, the lady, I forgot, the, I think her name's Kim Dixon, the, the Chicago DA. She was like, would not prosecute my sister's murder. Talking about some appeal in another case. She was like, I'm sorry, but if you have DNA of the killer and you could put the killer at the site, and my sister is dead, you should prosecute, and she declined to, because of some fucking rule in another case, and she was like, and please don't cut that out, I want that on here, and the producer did not cut it out, so so this same DA, that was suppressing evidence, so to, if you recall, cause I followed this case I remember the night it happened and Chicago PD started a little bit at a time releasing information because again they knew the next day that he'd done it but he wouldn't confess so first they put out you know they put the check out people's like oh well that check is for training they knew the check wasn't fucking for training because the Nigerians had already told them that he paid them showed them everything showed them the video told them they knew it okay but they just wanted him to confess they was gonna make him pay, uh, pay a fine Jussie use his connections to get Michelle Obama, the fucking first lady of America, to call to intervene in this case knowing he was fucking lying so Michelle Obama called the DA and the DA, the same black lady from the HBO suppressed evidence that's why once she got off the case, the shit started coming fast and furious because they started releasing the video and then they released the check and then they released the search, she was suppressing all of that shit so that's why for the first couple days it was looking like, oh you know they just wasn't investigating, no, they they had the whole thing, and they knew he had did it, they knew he'd done it, they wanted him to confess, he wouldn't do it, and she suppressed evidence, so you suppressing evidence to protect this lying motherfucker, but you don't want to fucking take these, these this murderer of, of black women to trial, I just wanted to say that, I just wanted to add that, y'all swear this motherfucker's being so prosecuted, he got all the fucking special treatment, motherfucker got out on appeal, um, no, who else you know gets out on appeal now I get it, I get what they saying the motherfucker only got 5 months he probably was only gonna do maybe a couple weeks cause ain't nobody got time, jails are crowded I'm sure the guards don't wanna deal with his stupid ass, so he was probably gonna do like 2 weeks and be out anyway, okay I get it, and they were like by the time the appeal came up it would be longer than that anyway so let's just get him the fuck out of here cause he's not gonna be in here anyway, and honestly he's a pain in the ass and we just don't wanna deal with him and we don't want this to be a thing, and plus we don't want attention on our jail, we wanna beat these motherfuckers in peace like we've been doing, so I get that but I'm just saying, it's still special treatment because other motherfucking black people do not get out of jail on their be sitting right the fuck in there, well nigga you gonna have to do these 7 days, you peel if you want to, but you got to, we keeping you in here for 12 days, so you gonna be in here for 12 fucking days, I don't give a fuck if your appeal would took 92 months you gonna be in here for 12 days, so we getting all kind of special treatment um, but y'all insisting that he's not it's not homophobia, you you sound a fool, he faked a case, okay, a hate crime, and a lynching, I mean, just all of it, and like, I look, like I said, I look, if, I, I, I just think the whole thing is stupid, but like, if you would, if he would have just been like, yo, 
you know, not even reported to the police, just been like, yo, you know, let me tell you what happened one night, you know, I was coming home from Chicago, coming home from whatever the airport or whatever, and I got ran up on, and they punched me in the face, and they called me a faggot, and I got robbed, no, I ain't called the police, cause you know, they wasn't, if he have just did that, you know, he probably would have still got some of the little attention, he probably could have still been his little gay Tupac, because can't nobody disprove that, and it didn't sound that crazy okay, maybe that could happen, but all the shit he did, and you gotta remember, he did it in two phases, cause he did that fucking cutting the fucking movie TV hostage shit, cutting the fucking letters out the paper first, and sent them to the studio that didn't work, that's when he staged this with the Nigerians you know, black people just and, and when I say black people, I'm just yeah, I'm gonna say black people, cause it's a lot of us you know, there's a reason why we keep spinning our wheels and can't get anywhere, because a lot of us lack accountability and anytime anybody does something that's black it's we want to give an excuse we want to make it okay, we want to talk about what the white people do and, 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 and we just should be able to be as irresponsible and as fucking dumb and as fucking out of control as we want to be because of racism. And I just want you to know that that is a very low, you think you being fucking woke, but you're not. That is a very low down opinion of black people. That is, that is basically, we don't have any mind and we don't have any control and we just run around doing all kinds of stupid shit and we should not be held accountable because white people and I just will never agree with that, and that's what it gives, when shit like this, oh, and then it's like, y'all pulling out Emmett fucking Till, what the fuck are you talking about, Emmett fucking Till was actually, actually lynched, this motherfucker faked a fucking thing, like somebody was gonna lynch him, and you bring out Emmett Till, who was actually fucking, fucking lynched, how the fuck does that make sense, you stupid bitch, how does that fucking make sense, y'all be so fucking dumb, and so fucking dying on the stupidest fucking how you gonna fucking compare Emmett fucking Till one of the most horrible, horrific brutal lynchings in American history pictures still out there, you can google them to this day, because his mother had the foresight to, to, to have those pictures taken, and had that coffin open and the lady who he supposed to have winked at admitted a few years ago, and I believe it was a Rolling Stone or a Vanity Fair article, that she fucking lied that he never did any of the things she said, she's still the fuck alive and you gonna pull out Emmett Till to, 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 for this motherfucker? that's why black people don't have nothing, that's why we can't get nowhere, cause y'all are a bunch of fucking clowns you're a bunch of fucking clowns, and you don't wanna be accountable for any fucking thing, and I don't fucking roll with none of that shit yes, the system is racist yes, all of that, that's a separate situation, okay when I, if if I rob the bank if I stick up a store, if I beat, if I, I don't know, murder somebody I can't be in jail talking about well, systematically, you know, black people get hired, I fucking murdered somebody, I got to pay for that, I gotta be responsible for that, now if you wanna talk about how the system might sentence me different for the same crime, cool that's cool we can have that conversation all day, but you're not gonna say, well, I shouldn't have to go to jail, and it's, it's not, white people kill people, white people kill people all the time, your honor, that's the worst fucking lawyer in the world, you're going to jail, nigga, if that's your defense, well, your honor, I know she he cut her head off, and, and, you know, threw it down the street like a bowling ball, but shit, white men do that shit all the time, white men kill, they, they, they women, they wives like flies, what, what are you talking about, that's how y'all sound, white people, this ain't got nothing to do with this, nothing at all, and all, and, and, and number two, 
all the people y'all trying to compare them to, it, it ain't no, it ain't no comparison. There's no white person you can point to that has done this exact same thing and not in jail. It's a whole series on Netflix about people pulling hoaxes. They go to fucking jail when you take it this far. If you take it to court and you get, you go into jail. Like, I don't know what to tell you, nigga. This thing had plenty of chances. All you had to do was pay the fucking fine, which wasn't even going to be that much. First, it was a fine. Then they were like, okay, look, just do community service. He didn't want to do none of that. You wasting time. You wasting resources. Somebody in that time where they run around chasing your lying ass Nigerians could have actually got beat up. But now the police out chasing your shit that you know was fucking fake. Okay? So many gay people I know don't even report shit to police because they're not treated with that kind of care. They're not treated with that kind of respect. They don't have their cases taken seriously like you because you a celebrity. They go in there want to report not even a hate crime, just like a regular robbery. Niggas are snickering. Well, you should, you know, that's a, that's a gay pickup spot over there. Sure, it wasn't just a trick going wrong. Like all kind of shit I hear. People just trying to report. Most gay people they don't even bother because they don't want to be disrespected. They, it's like oh, they don't want to be victimized twice. So get the fuck out of here. Y'all, like, I can't stand that shit, man. I cannot stand that shit. People do dumb shit. People wasting time. All the fucking problems. They trying to gerrymander us. They trying to take us back to all this shit that you fucking celebrities could be putting your your money and your influence and your platforms behind. And y'all pick the stupidest shit every fucking time. Every fucking time. And it's just like, ugh. How useless. It's people out here trying to trying to rally people to vote. They doing gerrymandering. They trying to elect um um Stacey Abrams in, in Georgia and turn some of these southern states that are predominantly black actually allow people to vote. And and y'all on Instagram fucking capping for for lying ass Justice Smollett. The punishment don't meet the crime. And Emmett Till, get the fuck shut your dumb ass up. Shut the fuck up. Y'all get on my nerves. It's such a waste. Sometimes you know I be I be understand people to say they ain't no god because 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 the people the the money and the, and the fame be going to all the wrong fucking people like almost like the devil might be in charge I don't know that's what Tim Foyle had I don't really believe that but I'm just saying it's something there to it I don't know um yeah. And I'm not talking about that motherfucker. Well, fuck him. It's the last thing I'm gonna say. He's out on appeal. He's gonna lose his appeal. And you know, got I don't know what he's gonna do. But I'm tired of fucking hearing from him. And I'm tired of hearing from y'all. Okay, motherfucker did it, and he got what he got. And oh well, I don't even fuck fuck him. Um, and fuck all you no account niggas that's defending him too. Like goddamn, you ain't even got the. Here's the thing, like. Dave Chappelle said, sometimes are are in recognition of, okay, this nigga that did something wrong, but, you know, we ain't gonna be rah-rah for the system, then just shut the fuck up. You ain't gotta say, listen, I don't know about y'all, but I was raised in a family where, look, we raised you a certain way, we ain't raised you to be out here doing this foolishness, and, and, and that's embarrassing to me, you, I got to sit down in the church knowing my, my child, or grandchild whatever then did this, and people looking at me like, what the fuck I got going on in my home I didn't raise my child, I raised y'all to do right, and I raised y'all to do what y'all supposed to do, and I raised y'all to be responsible, and you know, if you do something wrong, you're supposed to add up, make it right, whatever that's how I raised y'all, that's the kind of family I come from, so my grandmama wouldn't wasn't gonna be down at the court you know, I'm not saying she wouldn't, she might listen, I don't know, my grandmother, for something like that, I don't even think she would go you know, now, if it's some regular, if it's some, you know, I don't know, you had to kill somebody, but it was, you know, not, 
uh, you protect yourself, or I don't know, some other type of shit, yeah, they might go to the courtroom, and they might just sit there just to show, you know, just to show, yeah, you know, we family, but all this defending, and all that, my baby never did, I I didn't come from that that, that kind of family, I came from, hey, if you sold something, you better go down to that court, and and you sit there, the man tell you you got to go to jail, and you got to go to jail, because I ain't raised you to do no stealing, and you could have came to anybody here and asked for some money if you wanted, or you could have went and got a fucking job, and bought what you wanted, ain't nobody nobody here raised you to steal, so you going down to that courthouse, and they tell you you got to go sit in jail, you go sit in jail and think about it, that's the kind of people I came from, I didn't come from people that just excuse whatever behavior you want to do. I don't even fuck about what the white man do outside. And here, I taught you that you don't steal, you don't lie, you don't do this, you don't do that. And if you come in here, you got to be accountable to me and to yourself. And I don't want to hear nothing about nobody else. I don't care about what's the famous phrase, if all your friends jumped off the bridge, you gonna jump off the bridge I don't care about what your other friends did I don't care about how their mom and daddy run their house I don't care what they, their mother father's not teaching them nothing, you gonna see how they turn out, and a lot of times, you did you saw how they's gonna turn out, motherfuckers ain't turn out to be shit, why? because they wasn't having no responsibility taught and they were not held accountable and my daddy used to say, motherfucking jails is full of people who can't uh, who, who can't control their emotions and who can't, and, and who can't follow the rules, full of them, full of them you wanna break the rules and then when it comes time to be accountable, you wanna talk about this, that, and the third jail, that's everybody in jail it's everybody in jail, so that's it, that's it, I'm not saying nothing else on a nigga, I don't wanna hear nothing else about that nigga, y'all need to fucking find a local after school program to put your energy and defense into put it into something worthwhile cause that motherfucker is not it, and he don't give a, that's the thing, you, he know you know you lie, if he had any kind of character at all, any kind of character, he would tell them people, look, stand down I, let me act crazy about myself, don't, don't put nothing on, I'm good, or, or, you know what, I'ma just go do the time, yeah, the white man, blah, blah, I'm just, y'all don't say nothing, why are you letting people fucking make themselves look stupid, and shout out, cause it's not been all of y'all, I will say, I, it's, a, quite a few celebrities ain't said a fucking thing, and I appreciate it, cause I, I, they got good sense, but I'm saying, for the ones that have, if he had any fucking character at all, he'd be like, nah, I'm good, y'all don't worry about it, I don't want y'all to mess up your opportunities, y'all know how it is, but whatever, whatever, but no, so got y'all free Jussie hashtags, get the fuck out of here and somebody was like, oh, well I see his sister doing it no, I see your sister maybe showing up in court and sitting there for you, like yeah, I'm you know, I don't I don't prove it as shit but he is my brother, I'm gonna sit here, but I'm not doing no hashtags, nigga, I'm not doing none of that, cause I have an actual career, and I get actual movie roles and then nobody told you to do this and shit and I don't know why you lying about this shit, and you need to take your ass to rehab, and I'm not doing none of that, I'm not involved with that, but you are my brother, so I'm not gonna speak against you in public, I'm not gonna say nothing, listen, please at these interviews not ask me about my fucking brother, I'm not my fucking brother, he's a grown ass man, I'm grown, he do what he do, you ask him, that would be my take even as a brother, so bunk that too um, okay lastly, I want to talk about Brittany Griner um, so we know she's been detained in Russia I've been really worried about her, cause it's, listen it's, it's it's, it's tight, I don't I don't know how, it's, I understand the ways that she can be gotten out of there, but I don't, I don't know how she's gonna get out of here, I don't think y'all understand, there are Americans that be detained overseas for years, and you don't know about it, they just let 
um, Iran just let somebody they had for nine years, either on legitimate charges or trumped up charges, because like I said, anytime you're an American detained, whether there's a war, especially if there's a war, but if there's not a war, you are a political pawn, you are something that they can fucking just use against us, it's never a good thing, and not to blame the victim, I'm not doing this, but I said before, like, people, like, y'all, y'all, y'all take too many chances with your lives for me, it was not vape pens, first of all, you gotta read the room, okay, we, they hadn't been quite at war yet, but the shit was, was tenuous, and why you're trying to go to Russia in the first place, I don't know, because they were talking about invading another country, so, chances are, it might have happened while you was over there, I just, I think it was a bad decision all around to go, I don't know why you're taking these vape pens, people do seem to think that this is a normal thing to do, do not travel with drugs, just do not, those are trafficking charges, it is not that serious, I don't know why you, it's just, it just was a bad decision, um, Griner has made a string of bad decisions, but whatever, it's, it's over there now, it's done, we saw proof of life the other day, she is being held in a jail, I read, which is not good, but she didn't look too bad, she didn't look malnourished, so that's okay, because listen, Russia, uh, per Iran, some of these places, they'll throw you in these fucking underground dungeon jails, don't feed you, starve you, it's very bad, like, if y'all ever seen Locked Up Abroad, you get an idea of it, so it's Saudi Arabia, it's not a game, so, I, that's what I was worried about, because today was like, the, the State Department, they talked to her, nobody's actually physically talked to her, I'm like, oh, fuck, like, ugh, and she's gay, and she's mad, I'm just like, this is all bad, it's, it's really all bad, because, what they charging her with is trafficking, which is uh, uh, carries a ten year sentence. And listen, do not think that they will not fucking find her guilty and sentence her to ten years. They do that shit all the fucking time. That's why I'm very worried. I know that behind the scenes they are trying to fucking get her out, but it's 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 a hard situation because, like I said, it would have actually been easier if it was a trumped up charge because then now it's a political question and they can give and take something to get her out. But the fact that she was actually moving those pins countries can really stand on it, listen this is our law, she was, she was brought drugs into our country, we don't allow drugs, and, they, and honestly, they, they not wrong that, it's like, if that happened in the US, and some fucking prominent I don't know, basketball player came and was I don't know, let's say they found some cocaine in his luggage and he got locked up, and the other country was like, hey, you know, this is our superstar let him out, the USA gonna be like, that's too bad he was smuggling cocaine, and we gonna fucking put him on, on trial for smuggling cocaine and, and I mean, it's the same thing that's what I'm saying, like, it just was a bad, it was, it's all bad, because she did actually have the, so it's not like a trumped up charge, they could just let go, so, hopefully they get her from over there, but I'm just very, very concerned, because we're at war, Putin is very petty, and, and Hillary Clinton, oh my god, you know, bless her heart, she did actually tweet support, but I actually wish she wouldn't, because we know how Vladimir Putin feels about Hillary Clinton, and now he might just do it just to spite her, and so I just was like, oh, Hillary, I, I appreciate you trying to give it attention, but I, oh, I wish you wouldn't have done that, I will, I wish you wouldn't have done that, that might even make it worse, so, um, you know, I said all that to say, I'm, I'm very, I'm very worried for Britney, I don't, I hope she can get, get her back from over there, but I, I, I don't know if they're gonna be able to, um, <sighs> that's, that's a, that's a bad situation, um, yeah, 
And apparently, I, I don't even know if I want to get this bitch attention, but apparently that straight woman that she's paying child support to used her detention as an opportunity to suggest on Instagram that, oh, people were texting me. What, bitch, wasn't nobody texting you. And then why was it texting you to the, that lady got a whole nother wife that's in her, in the house they share right now, worried about her spouse. And you on Instagram doing some foolery indicating that they were secret hookups and I just think that's tacky and classless and somebody need to beat your fucking ass um and soon, you married to a whole fucking dude, what the fuck you talking about like you fucking cornball bitch that's why you don't mess with these fucking attention seeking straight women, I'm telling you um, that was like, oh my god this lady is, is detained overseas might not come back and this is what you do you piece of shit um yeah but, yeah, that's that's it. Um, that's all I got. Um, you know, I appreciate y'all for listening. Like me, rate me. Listen, listen to my boy Lou. Um, Hell's Around the Corner. If you like this, you'll love that. Um, and, yeah, sorry for the delay. Sorry I was late. Um, I'm gonna try to be on track. I'm just gonna, I don't know, y'all. The days might fluctuate. I, I just, this schedule is whooping my ass. So I gotta figure something out. Once I get it figured out, um, I might just move it to the weekend, I might just move it to this cause this is easier, but I don't know but you'll get an episode every week, the day might fluctuate but I'm gonna try to keep it on schedule as much as possible, just let me get this schedule down, figure out what is what and when and um, you know we'll get it straightened out, but thanks for your patience thanks for listening, thanks for asking, like me, rate me tell your friends, and you know thanks for coming out, God bless, Good night.